Good morning. Good morning, Father. And a happy feast day to all of you. I think this week, many of us are starting to prepare for Christmas. In theory, this should be a happy thing. However, as we journey through Advent, we often hear about sadness or depression and the holidays. This subject of depression and the holidays is large and complex and should never be made light of. But, according to researchers, one, one trigger of depression around the holidays is thinking others' lives are better than ours. This is just one identified trigger in this complex and common struggle. Thinking others' lives are better than ours. Seeing that perfect-looking Christmas card from some other family may trigger somehow sadness. We may wrongly think others have such great, orderly, and perfect lives. We might think that people can't relate to our problems. We might think others have such perfect lives, unlike our own. But certainly today, we celebrate someone who can relate to our own lowliness. Someone whose own life was not, in a way, perfect. Let's consider life in Palestine during the childhood of Mary the Theotokos. The land was ruled by Rome with a puppet Jewish king namely Herod the Great, a paranoid and cruel leader. Herod's power and money all came from the seemingly invincible Roman overlords. There was unrest. Various bandits rose up against Roman authority, but were always brutally quashed. Life was infuriating for God's people. In this context, Mary the Theotokos, whose, present, whose, whose entrance into the temple we celebrate today, became pregnant out of wedlock. According to the Proto-Evangelion of James, an ancient source of this, for this story, which you know, is not on the level of scripture, describes how Mary was accused of immorality by a scribe and a priest and was brought to tears. According to the Proto-Evangelion of James, Mary had doubt. In today's Prokimenon, the verse before the Epistle lesson, we read Mary's words when she greeted Elizabeth from the Gospel of Luke. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has regarded the low estate of his handmaiden. For behold, henceforth all generations will call me blessed. This lowest state mentioned, whether it is Mary's difficult personal circumstances 
or a reference to Roman oppression is significant. It's significant. Mary later asked the following, according to the Proto-Evangelion of James. Who am I, O Lord, that all the generations of the earth should bless me? In her trials and difficulties, in her low estate, as she puts it herself, Mary asked, Who am I, O Lord, that all the generations of the earth shall bless me? There is still doubt in Mary's mind, and this is an important point. Amidst her trials and difficulties, we are told Mary temporarily forgot God's promises announced to her through the archangel. And don't we, don't we too often forget about God's promises? Consider our own lowly estate. Perhaps it is the lowest state of our health, the lowest state of our careers, the lowest state of our marriages, the lowest state of our friendships, the lowest state of our trust, the lowest state of our feelings, the lowest state of our confidence, the lowest state of our social skills, the lowest state of our broken hearts. God sees it all. He knows it all. He knows our lowest state. He sees it and he cares. But not only does he care, he has a definitive answer. His answer? A young Jewish girl presented to God, raised in holiness, and although unwed and a virgin, in her low estate, brings forth a baby by the Holy Spirit. The definitive solution to the low estate of God's people. In today's Prokimenon verse, before the epistle, we read Mary's words in reaction to God's definitive solution. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has regarded the low estate of his handmaiden. For behold, henceforth all generations will call me blessed. She enters a temple today with hope, despite the lowliness of herself and her people. Her hope was not in an earthly savior, like some ruler to kick out the Romans, but in the Lord God. Her hope was not in Joseph, or her cousin Elizabeth, or the high priest, or anyone, anyone but the Lord God. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. For he has regarded the lowest state of his handmaiden. For behold, henceforth all generations will call me blessed. Today, we call her blessed. All generations call her blessed. Why? Blessed because of her hope in God. 
Blessed because of her bringing forth of God. Blessed because of her perseverance despite trials and difficulties. Blessed because of her holiness. Blessed also because God has regarded her low estate and fixed it. And all generations call her blessed because she also knows our own low estate and prays to God for us so that our own low estate will be fixed. This is our hope. We live this hope throughout the Advent season, which began on Monday. Throughout Advent, we magnify and rejoice in God as Mary did. God knew Mary's low estate and fixed it. God knows our low estate and sent his son to fix it. Throughout Advent, we anticipate Christ's birth, how he lowered himself so that humanity can be raised up. We will have trials in this life that they may never go away. In this earthly life, Mary didn't see the end of the Roman oppression, just the opposite. She even saw her son killed by the Roman authorities. But she had her hope in God. Our earthly trials, too, may never go away in this lifetime. We are in the lowest state. But God offers a definitive solution to our lowliness, his son in the manger. Today, and throughout the Advent season, let us remember our hope in God our Savior, who was born of the lowly handmaiden. This same Lord can also raise us from our spiritual lowliness through his birth. He can raise us to new heights. This is something we keep acknowledging throughout Advent. This Christmas season, let us with gratitude and thanks cry out with Mary, who can relate to our own lowliness. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has regarded the lowest state of his handmaiden. Amen. Amen. Again, we bow before you and pray to you, O good and loving God. Hear our supplication, cleanse our souls, and bias wherever defilement of flesh and spirit. A grant that we may stand before your holy altar without blame or condemnation. Grant also, O God, progress in life, faith, and spiritual discernment to the faithful pray with us. They may always worship you with reverence and love, partake of your holy mysteries without blame or condemnation, and come, become worthy of your heavenly kingdom. And grant that always guarded by your power, we may give glory to you, to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, now and ever, and unto ages of ages.